When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Afternoon to you, Lori and Julia show, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, more Santa stuff presented this year by Park Dental. And we hope you can bring a toy or a gift to Voyage Healthcare in Crystal, Jason and Dawn. And that broadcast takes place on Tuesday of next week. That is December 10th. And of course, we are doing what we do every year, correcting toy, collecting toys and gifts for the Ronald McDonald House Charities in time for the holidays. So Tuesday, Jason and Dawn at Voyage Healthcare in Crystal. All right. Thanks, Sonny. Uh-huh. Thank you very much. Okay, so um, here we are. This this happened this morning. And I want you guys to weigh in on it. Yes. <laughs> and I just don't know why. So I want you to play the Julia Why. Oh. You oh. Want me to play the Julia Why? Mm-hmm. Sure, I can do that. Why? <laughs> And now I want you to play the Las Vegas cut. Oh, the Las Vegas cut. And I want people this. Oh, yeah. This is is something. Uh, All right. Here we go with Vegas. Oh, this computer is so slow. We're getting new ones. I'm, I'm we all know Las Vegas has a famous tourism slogan. You can probably recite it right now. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Vegas yeah. But that phrase may soon change, people. City officials appear to be planning to unveil a new slogan, and here it is. What happens here only happens here. Huh? 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 Yeah. huh? Cosmically interesting. The band Aerosmith happens to be part of a top-secret campaign to roll out this phrase. It appears they are part of that campaign. They were at a concert last week in the city, and Aerosmith's Steven Tyler was heard introducing the slogan to the crowd. Uh, they also revealed on Twitter that they are teaming up with Las Vegas for a secret campaign that will be revealed late next month. Uh, what do we okay, think about enough. this change? That's enough. A- that's enough. Okay. Okay. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yes. Has always just been a great line. It's a it's classic best. line. It's yeah, a classic great line. Now to change it, what happens here only happens here. Okay. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> you know what's happening to Vegas? It's turning me, into a population me. for it's turning into a place for Frickin' families. Yeah. <laughs> well, so we're going back to the 90s. Course. That's why they're doing it. I'm so going crazy. Family Lori and family. I were at Carlson Companies in, in travel marketing, and they're mm-hmm. trying to say, this is a family destination. I'm like, because oh, I'd never been there before in my life, and I thought it was so blue-collar until the first time I went. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I was a snob about Vegas, like, way back in the early 90s, okay? Yeah. And then I go for my first time, like, in the very early 90s, and I'm like, this is the best-kept secret Ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. Yeah. And this pre-phones, pre-everything. It was so 
Lori is who we and my ex, we had so much fun in Vegas. Always, always, always. And then they started to try to do it as a family destination. I'm like, I'm not taking my kids to Vegas. I don't want to deal with them there. That is for me. I went to Vegas when my first time in Vegas was in the mid 90s. I was probably 12 years old. So right at that that zenith of when Las Vegas was trying to be like a family place, I was so bored. Did you go to Circus Circus? Did your parents take you there? Because we drove through there on family trips and stuff growing up, and we went to Circus Circus, but never. We stayed at Treasure Island. I remember oh, yeah. playing in the arcade there, and mm-hmm. I remember going to MGM Grand and a couple other places. How but, bored. But for the most part, I was really bored, and then my sister didn't want to play any games or anything, so I was like, fine. So I was just wandering around Las Vegas by myself when I was 12 years old. No, it really, Abby, you know, it's what happens here only happens here. They want to make it more inclusive, less maybe suggestive. So what you're saying is now Las Vegas, because I feel like within the past decade, maybe about 10 years ago, my my girlfriends and I would always go to Las Vegas when we lived in L.A. And it was known for being debaucherous and it was known as being party central. And what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. And now Las Vegas wants to make it more... But I hate going yeah. through the casinos and having to run around strollers and stuff. I feel like that is just mean. <laughs> I mean, you know, mm. you watch your languages, kids. I mean, yeah. please. Yeah. But what happens here only happens here. Yeah. I think that's a... You know what they say about Vegas. What happens there only happens there. What happens here only happens here. Nope. What? doesn't roll off the tongue. No. It doesn't. No. doesn't at all. It's, it's about money. You know, they, they feel like they need to bring in families because they need to make more money. No, there. No, am I wrong? No, on that? I think I. Oh. <laughs> oh, ooh, okay. Uh, yeah. I just, no, I just think, you know, they've got it's become a food mecca because they have all the designer chefs there have restaurants and stuff, and there's great food there. It's just an adult place. I don't know why we just can't keep something for adults. Well, it's total. Yes, I'm here with you, Julia, because. There are some Why does places- everything have to be everything inclusive? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't want to take my kids. No. Yeah. No. It's so fun to be naughty there and not care. Well, right. That's the big appeal is you're cruising down the strip and you're doing your things. And, it, and maybe I don't understand the family friendly aspect. I do say as a person who doesn't really gamble that much that what I like to do in Vegas is sit by the pool. I like to go to restaurants and I like to hang out. But one of the nice things is that it's not a bunch of kids hanging out at the pool. You're sitting by the Bellagio having a but cocktail. But it would be nice if it would be quiet at the pool. That's my other pet peeve. Oh, oh the, the loud music. music. Yeah. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> They need to make I a sound quiet like a pool. crabby biatch, don't I? They need to make I a quiet invented pool. The, I invented a product that is going to come out in a few years. It's called the Krabby Biatch? No, <laughs> that's already out. You can get in a blow-up doll and you can pull a string from their mouths too and it'll do whatever you want. I think that's there. No, just a way to eliminate sound in your area because it was driving me crazy. You, you know? want a cube, like a soundproof cube. Just a... A sphere. A sphere. A sphere? Mm-hmm. A sphere. Kind of Star Wars y. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds it like is... something out of Get Smart. No, but it's going to happen. Or the, or it's totally going to happen, you people. Um, I just want to say something, Donnie. You mentioned that you bought tickets to the Eagle concert. My friend oh, in yes. Seattle, our West Coast correspondent, said that her husband went. Everybody, everybody who went. Talked about it forever afterwards. It was their favorite concert oh, ever. Oh, you mean this current tour? Uh huh. Oh. Mm. So I feel Can like, you hear my oh my, yeah, I kind of heard that. There's a little that. action there's, in the dummy. Like, yeah, gastrointestinal vibes going on there. 
<laughs> with Julia. I mean, well, I could hear it with my headset on. I'm like, I hear something. It would be interesting to know about people who have seen the Eagles recently, what the chemistry of the band is like on stage. Because Don what? Henley is a noted crabby pants. Uh, I did hear from somebody earlier that had seen them with the new lineup, which yeah. includes mm-hmm. Deacon Fry, yep. uh, Glenn's, uh, the yep. late Glenn Fry's yep. son, and she said it was fabulous. Amazing. Was fabulous. Yes. yes. I expect well, a full report. No, I know. I think I'm kind of excited about it. And I just want to give a little, we were, I started to go down this path, but I forgot what I was saying earlier about Anna Ferris. Um, she was, she rented a VBRO or Airbnb or something in Lake Tahoe for the holidays for Thanksgiving with her family. And they're in this big house and a couple of people got so sick. They thought it was altitude sickness and they went to the hospital, mm-hmm. but it was, they found out when they went to the hospital, it was carbon monoxide sickness. Mm-hmm. They must've done a test and they went back to the place and that was three times over what it should be. So make sure your carbon monoxide Detector. um, detectors yeah. have fresh batteries, yes. have everything yes. in it. Because that's an S silent but deadly one. And you would never know. No. You would never know. And, you know, so that was just kind of, it's always a good reminder, especially this time of year, because you've got so many different things going on in your house and everything. Right. There's just a little, that's just a little, you know. Thank you for the public service announcement. No problem. That was easy. And everyone and their mother and, um... Wants to buy the Irish sweater that Chris Evans wore in the Knives Out movie. It's just a thick cable neck yeah, sweater what's the big that deal? cozy. I because apparently people have not. Everyone is wearing my clothes now. Oh. They're starting to be preppy again. I never stopped. <laughs> They're wearing collars and blazers. I love them. They're wearing turtlenecks, my favorite thing. And men with cable net sweaters, they've been doing it forever, but apparently they haven't been doing it on the West Coast and the East Coast. So oh, now okay. this sweater is selling out everywhere. Uh, it's just a sweater. I know. I'm looking at a picture of Chris 98 Evans. 98 bucks at L.L. Bean, I think I saw it. From Knives Out. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's wonderful. But that's the big deal. That is all over something. It's just a sweater. There's a near identical one from this company, I'm sure. No, but Donnie, got- it's a big deal. It's, oh, I it's $100. I heard this on okay. Jason show this morning. So <laughs> I'm just, right. I'm borrowing from everyone else's shows today. I didn't hear Colleen and Bradley because, by the way, I was studying for my show. Yeah, it studying happens. Studying is an studying interesting word for the show. that you would use. Studying. Today I felt like I did. Oh, did you? I read a lot of stuff last night and then I had to reread it, so I felt like it was studying. <laughs> um, let's see. Just wait till I give you the pop quiz. Oh. <laughs> see how much you remember. Mm. Anyway. Sometimes don't you, don't you still call work nights school nights? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. I'm night. not going out late. It's a school mm-hmm. night. What do you think I am? And our Come new on. line is what happens at my talk. What happens here only happens here, and that is a true statement. Uh, yes. Well, that is true because the content that is on my talk is the only place that you can find it. And, and by the way, we podcast. And by the way, we podcast. By the way, we stream, Julia. I know we do. My Talk 1071. Download your podcast wherever you download your podcast. Android Store, iTunes. Go and get Lori and Julia and put it in your butt pocket. Go on a walk. Oh, preach it, girl. Okay, listen to this. Listen to this. <laughs> That's right. I'm glad you said that. We need to remind yeah. people. Yeah. Okay, here is a crazy little stat. Please. 79, 77% of people are already planning on returning their holiday presents. What? That's tragic. What? And they don't even have them yet. How do you even know what? Because you're... a study was done about your returning <laughs> habits. <laughs> and they and already then... know they're getting something they don't want. 
<laughs> well, just the, the the spirit of the season so, is alive. So I'm just yeah. gonna say, Julia when you're Trump. out there buying your gifts, no, just know you're gonna get a return. Yeah, no. Why even bother? Again, Bob. let's just go. Humbug. Just don't even bother. And then don't I heard another great little number today. Do you know how much inter- internet shopping happens late Friday and Saturday nights? Well, drunk shopping? Uh-huh. Oh. A lot. Women buy shoes, <laughs> lingerie, and one other thing. I can't remember what it was. On Friday and uh-huh. Saturday nights? Uh-huh. Are they alone? Spatulas. Spatulas. <laughs> how did you know egg beaters? Yeah. A whisk. Um, a whisk. Yeah, <laughs> Cookie cutters. Um, but, I mean, so, Wow. Drunk shopping, it's a thing. Well, that's why I think having going shopping in a shopping mall after you eat at a restaurant in a mall or something, you know, you're always feeling a little zesty, mm-hmm. maybe. Or like I remember when Lori and I went to the Michael Kors uh, store in L.A. and they're serving a champagne. It's like 11 in the morning. We're like, all right, bring it on. <laughs> oh, and I bought things I've never bought, you know. It works. It does. You were lubricated. Yeah, I was. All right, when we come back, it's time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, honey, what do we got? It seems like I was just with you. I know. It's like I just saw you over across the way. What Uh, the heck? All right, so we got some dirt to share with you today. Uh, I wanted to share this story with you, Julia, because I know that you've talked about this issue in the past, about single-use plastic bottles. (laughs) And that you feel passionately about reducing the amount of single-use plastic bottles that you use in your life. Well, so does Jason Momoa. He feels passionate about this. Oh, I know he feels... He is doing something about it, though. I'm just complaining. (laughs) Well, we can all work on our own individual use of plastic bottles, but Jason Momoa and Chris Pratt apparently had a little Instagram beef over the fact that Chris Pratt photographed himself and shared a picture of himself with a single-use plastic water bottle. So, Jason Momoa commented on this photograph of Chris Pratt saying... Bro, I love you, but WTF on the water bottle, no single-use plastic, come on. That was what Jason Momoa wrote on Chris Pratt's photograph. Okay, what did he say? He said, bro, I love you, but WTF on the water bottle, no single-use plastic, come on. That's what he had to say. Uh, Jason Momoa got a little heat yeah, on I that would comment too. Come on. because he was calling him out like that. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Uh, Jason Momoa did share a separate apology post to Chris Pratt after all of this writing. Bro, that's his word. Bro, mm-hmm. you know my He's chi- from Hawaii. He is that's from Hawaii. A, that's how they talk. Bro. Yeah. He said, Bro, you know my children and I are madly in love with you and I love everything you do. I'm sorry this was received so badly today and I didn't mean for that to happen. Right. I'm just very passionate about this single-use plastic epidemic. The plastic water bottles have to stop and I hope you... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You make a reusable water bottle for Amazon so that we can all purchase it. You're an inspiration to many and I'm one of them. That was what Jason Momoa had to say. Okay, so would you call out, would you publicly shame someone on Twitter ever? No. Ever? No, ever. no, ever, because I just ever. don't think that that's... I think it's so inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Just anything, yeah. even though you think you're joking, send them a little text. I mean, you just look like a dink. Yeah, just You look like your crap doesn't stink. Totally. Well, yeah. and it's one of those things, And everyone too. has their own issues. Well, exactly, right. Just because you happen to have... You go into celebrity and that's a dumb use. Well, speaking of which, though, when we were driving in Montana, my sisters and I passed, we went up to Bridger Bowl to this cross country skiing place. Mm -hmm. And when we were on our way back, they were both talking about this bottling place. And they said they are making money hand over foot because they are bottling water in glass bottles. Yeah. Hmm. They're making so much money because I would buy if you're desperate for water, if it's in a glass bottle. You buy it. You're going to make that choice. Like you're at a gas station, Julia, you're out in the middle of nowhere and you find yourself in the need of a bottle of water. You will always go over to the glass water bottle over the plastic one. Yeah. Yeah, or the can at least, or the can, the water yeah, in the can, it's easier to recycle and not sparkling. You know, because yeah. sometimes you don't want yeah. the bubbles. Or the box water. There's water that yeah. comes in a box. I carry my damn thing with me everywhere. It's very ugly. Yeah, so but do I'd I. like to think the urgency room. It's really ugly. And I can't carry those heavy ones, you know, because yeah. they're so heavy. I have a clean canteen, and that's what I use for my water bottle. But they're and I, so heavy. I have all my stickers on it, though, so I'm very invested in the all aesthetic right. of my water bottle. Uh, <laughs> Yours is better than mine, which is plastic and looks gross. But it ha- keeps you hydrated, it right? Does. And it saves the planet a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody else who was on social media using it for good or for bad. Have you seen this picture? Well, it's not on Instagram anymore, but it was earlier this week of Jason Derulo on Instagram. What was he I'm showing going, us? His flat, his stomach? No, he his was abs. showing us his oh. loaf of bread, so to speak. Oh, what is, is that? <laughs> what is he even doing? What is that even doing? <laughs> Why would that even? Did he? Is what that is on his? Doing? Is that on his website? It used to be on his Instagram account. Why Julia. would he even post that? It looks like he put a summer sausage in his black short shorts. It's the Wonder Bread, isn't it? Julia? Yeah. No, it's not Wonder Bread because oh. Wonder Bread's soft. This <laughs> is this is a summer lo- sausage summer log. Sausage. <laughs> this is a log. I mean, that looks so silly. Who would ever post that? He did. Then what a dink! And he, and I mean, I'm having real problems with these people. <laughs> Why would you? You, how desperate are you? Very well. He wow. Jason Derulo posted a picture of himself I in his in his underwear with a big Woody. Just, just uh, let's just put it. That's there. what he does. Yeah. He's got a big Woody, and he's uh, in uh, short uh, oh, black. Dear. They're not even boxer briefs because they don't have a bottom. What, so what it's like they, if he sat down uh, on a motorcycle, you'd have a peak. Oh, oh, I mean, oh, why oh. does he think that this I, I is something anyone that. wants to see? Besides, he looks like a dink. Well, Instagram said that this picture violated the community Good. terms and now Jason Derulo is calling out discrimination. Oh, about for God's it. sakes. Oh, Women's go nipples away. have been discriminated against forever. Get a life. He I kind of love it that they did that to him. Yeah. Jason, Instagram took down the photograph. Equal opportunity. Jason, Johnny, it's a guy with a huge woody. Uh, I know. Just How is that discrimination? There. He said that, it, no, that because he said that he was covered up and he said oh, that he, please. quote, 
can't help his size. Oh, why don't you just go do porn movies then? Why don't you and your size go post to where someone wants to see it? Oh, that's that. Is I am really. He is a singer. He is making a mockery of himself. What guy will respect a man, or, or what girl will? Re- who would? Wouldn't you be embarrassed if your friends, dude? What are you doing? Yeah, he's I mean, just, Donnie, wouldn't you guys, women, give each other crap? I mean, what is that about? I, I, I don't know what it's about. He's it's telling just you that, to, It's the culture of look at me, look at me, look at me. He's telling what? you to turn left at Albuquerque. Yeah, yes. Mm. (laughs) All right, we'll move on from that. It's really, that is really... I just, I'm feeling very good about these past couple of days, bringing you some of these salacious dirt alert stories. You really do, and I saw that story on Josh Brolin's fanny fanny outing yesterday. Oh, Korean sun. That is, these are sick, sick things. The sun is shining in the place where it's not supposed to. I'm not, you know... Can we talk a little music news? Please. Uh, Lady I Ga- thought we just did. Well, we kind of did. One instrument to another. Uh-huh. Uh, Lady Gaga announced that she's going to be headlining the concert the night before the Super Bowl in Miami. This is the Super Saturday Night Show. I believe in the past couple of years, Taylor Swift was one of the people to headline this show. We had show. Jonas Brothers here. Uh-huh. We had, um, who else? Katie Kelly. Perry. Katy Perry and the Jonas Brothers. Yes, that's mm-hmm. right. When the Super at, Bowl was here. At the Armory. That's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Lady Gaga said that she... We can relate, you know, because y- we're a Super Bowl town right. now. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Well, yeah. well we, twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, we didn't have the Super Bowl twice. We've only yeah, we did. A, no, we've in only... The, in the yeah, early 90s. Yeah, we did 90s. have it twice. Mm-hmm. We've had 92, this. Oh, yeah. you're right. I forgot yeah, about that one. Oh, gosh. That yeah. was a whole different it's one. The Gloria Estefan halftime show. New Kids on the Block. The... I remember Washington versus Buffalo. We pretended we had tickets. You pretended what? that you had right, Why would you story. pretend you have to? Because we want. <laughs> what is the point of that? No, no, it, you, that, that was a funnier night. That's a good night in history. Uh, okay. All right. Well, anyway, ninety-two, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Lady Gaga performed at the Super Bowl halftime show. If you recall, back she in twenty seventeen, she was fantastic. She was great. So cheers to Lady Gaga. Not so much to Jason Derulo, I guess. Jason, get a life. Really. Obviously, no one's buying his music. He has to show his junk. I mean, seriously. <laughs> Tell us I'm, how you really feel. No, I'm really disgusted <laughs> in people's behavior. Go to your room. We'll be right back. Okay, uh, let's take a look at the uh, traffic, which is brought to you by American. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I'm shocked. Okay. I'm sorry, I forgot to play that one. I know, Donnie. So I'm like, where's where's, where's the, the rest of it? No, I'm sorry. Oh, you know why that, uh, that we're having a little trouble with our computer in here. Holly knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna warn everyone. Oh yeah. Okay. About Friday. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. About Friday? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because Friday's the day. Switchover day. Yeah. Well, nobody knows what you're talking about. Oh yeah. Well, they'll find out. They'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Friday. I would like to call in sick. Okay, no. so does the does the name Dolores Hart mean anything to you? Dolores Here, Hart. She was a once in demand Hollywood actress. Dolores Hart shocked the entertainment industry when she gave up everything and became a cloistered Benedictine Roman Catholic nun. She left her career, broke off her engagement to Los Angeles businessman, and pursued pursued her vocation as a nun. So here's the deal about her. She actually starred with Elvis Presley. That's right. Uh huh. So here is what happened. Um, Dolores was born in Chicago. Her parents got divorced very early on. Her dad had a little acting in him. Moved her to um, 
to Hollywood. And um, she was raised by an aunt, and they had a famous singer aunt. And um, she always had a Catholic upbringing, a Catholic home. Would work at the movie theaters, watch film, love, love, loved film. Yeah. And um, she, by the time she was 10, she converted to being a Catholic. She lived again in Beverly Hills with her mother, who was a restaurant greeter who married the owner of the restaurant. After high school, she studied at college. Using the stage name, though, of Dolores Hart, in 1956, she was signed to play a supporting actress role as the love interest to Elvis Presley in the 1957 movie, Loving You. Mm. What happened to her is she literally got a call that she had to show up at Paramount. She was in the middle of a class. She received a call from Paramount Studios. It was the associate producer of the movie, and he wanted me to come in to Paramount for a meeting. The teacher didn't want me to take the call because she thought it was a sham, but she took the call. They wanted to meet me in the afternoon, maybe in a half hour, Paramount said. Indeed, I wanted to meet them, too. My friend, Don Barbu, came and picked me up in a 1938 hearse. Oh, Don. (laughs) (laughs) I had on my leather sweater and socks and went to see Mr. Hal Wallace. He asked me, what do you want to do with your life, Dolores? I responded quickly and said, I want to be an actress. And then he says, we're doing a picture with Mr. Presley. We want you to start next week. She didn't even know who Elvis Presley was. Mm -hmm. But the next week were the final tests at school. And she says, does it have to be next week? And he's like, yes, it does. And Mother Gabriel, the dean of all the girls at this college that she went to, came and saw her and said, the kids in the drama school want an opportunity like what you're going for and said, go for it. Wow. And so she took her advice, did the screen test with Elvis, got the part. The cameraman asked her, Miss Hart, who taught you the technique on film? Where did you go to school? And she goes, I never went to school. To which he replied, you certainly know what to do. Finally, the call came that I'd start playing, that she would start playing, filming with Mr. Presley. I met Wally Westmore for makeup and Edith had to design my wardrobe for the movie Loving You. Donnie, do you have the song? I do. Here we go. I will spend my whole life through Loving you Just loving you Winter, summer Springtime too. Loving, loving you. you. 1957. Loving you. It's a black and white movie. It looked like that. So oh, no, it's it's in color. Is it in color? Yeah, yeah, it's in color. Was this after Jailhouse Rock, but before Love Me Tender? Sure. Okay. No, it's after Love Me Tender. Ah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So Elvis well, had been in a few movies. Yes, by then. and then and then um, I know you play the clarinet. Did you play the clarinet for Elvis? She was asked. Did and, you play the clarinet? Uh-huh. For, yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, two years later, she did another picture with Elvis Presley. Jean Shepard played Elvis' sister in the film. It was her birthday where he had a party for Jean at my house. And Elvis Presley and his friends and everyone came to the house. Elvis came to the birthday party. I played the clarinet, and Elvis sat down and played the piano. Oh. We played a few Ooh, tunes for cool. Jan's birthday. He was quite a gentleman of quality and simplicity, humor, and shyness about him. He was, it was very much his persona at the time. Then she went on to make King Creole with him. Oh, he had yeah. so many people after him at, by this point. This is 1958. This is only a year later. Mm-hmm. Um, you couldn't walk through the streets of New Orleans. It was like a circus. You would not believe the crowds. Policemen were everywhere. We had to go to hotel rooms to wait 
in between scenes. When we finally got to the site, we were ushered over to the elevator, to rooms to get away from the people. Uh, we crossed over to another hotel. We'd go through an elevator, go through a room, just figure out ways they'd bring us sandwiches. Elvis would open the Gideon Bible, as that was the version placed in the hotel rooms. Whatever passage he'd open it to, we'd talk about it. He would ask me, what do you think of this passage? Hmm. And then she um, was in New York, and she met some... She filmed like 10 movies in five years. She was... What was her last movie, Donnie? Uh, ooh, I know she was in Where the Boys Are. She was in Where the Boys Are. She was filming Come Fly With Me, and she became close friends with Carl Malden. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Yes. Sure. Streets of San Francisco. Who starred in the picture, Malden wrote in his autobiography, When Do I Start?, that he and his wife, Mona, wanted to go out and Dolores spent her time on the set babysitting his kids. She adored the Malden's children and quickly became like a member of the family. It was shortly after the picture that Dolores got engaged and she asked if the Malden daughters could be her flower girls. Oh, that's sweet. And it was after they had a couple of fittings for the dresses that Dolores appeared at their front door and said she's calling off the wedding. Oh, a few days later, she came over with what amounted to all of her worldly possessions, jewelry, purses, knickknacks, and told the girls, take whatever you want. She said she was moving away and that it was an affair of her heart. Her exact words. Mm. She not only left behind her fiance, she left behind her acting career. And she left it all behind and she became a cloistered nun. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. She's she was now. Yeah, she was compared to Grace Kelly at the time. She has done a lot of work for um, the Abbey of Regina Lattice Projects. She, um, what happened, her vocational calling, well, she was making a movie, Francis of Assisi. I can never say that name right. No, you got it. Um, mm-hmm. She Francis met Pope John Paul XXIII, who was instrumental in her vocation. She told him, I'm Dolores Hart, the actress playing Claire. The pontiff replied, to see Chiara, which means, no, you are Claire in Italian. And then she just, there you go. Wow. Mm -hmm. There's more. (laughs) There's a lot. It's an interesting story. It It is is an interesting story. And she's still with us. Dolores. She's still with us. 81. Mm -hmm. Every love doesn't end up at the altar, she said. Now, I remember asking my aunt, you know, she was a nun. Your aunt Marlene? Yeah, auntie sister. Mm -hmm. And I would always say, like, what did it feel like? Because when I grew up, I went to Catholic school and stuff. And I'm like, what does it feel like to, you know... Have Jesus love you so much that you want to go and be his daughter? You know, mm-hmm. that's kind of what it was like then. And she goes, I I don't know, you know, because I kept trying to wonder what that cool feeling would be because it's a calling. And I'm like, who yes. called you? Yeah. You know, yeah. and I'd be so literal when I was young, like, yeah. who called? Yeah. Who called Auntie yeah. Sister? Yeah. You know, who was it on the phone? Yes. But it's it's very interesting that just that thankless gift of just being you know selfless and, and just doing things for others and feeling the call to service in that way Un- dedicating your entire life in that way unbelievable mm-hmm. truly and, and this dolores Hart, who her real name was dolores Hick, hicks but she changed it to Hart. she was always cold in her habit so she'd wear a beret on top of it uh. isn't that kind of cute <laughs> yes. i could i'd wear mittens too oh yeah you know me and my cold yes yeah, i mean those are damn places you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. and stuff but anyway there you go yeah, good. So that yeah, was a good story. Very good. It's kind of nice. All right, when we'll be back, we've got so many things we haven't even dodged. We'll be back. These are the reasons I drink. The reasons I tell everybody I'm fine, even though I am not. These are the reasons I overdo it. I have 
coming out in May. Such Pretty Folks in the Road is the name of the album, Reasons I Drink. I love that song. That's good. I think so good. I like it a lot. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, if you're wanting to catch it, it's on this Friday night. Saturday nights, Friday and Saturdays for a while on Freeform. The former AMC family. Oh, Freeform. Yeah, ABC family. ABC family. family. It's called Freeform. It yep. is called Freeform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. for the youth. Because for it's exciting. The youth. They can't call it ABC that's Family anymore. That's right. Um, Art Basil. Yeah, that's happening Bar now. Art Basil. In it's, starting, it's starting tomorrow. And I just did a little history for us. So Please. We, here's a little bit of the history of the big thing. Art Basil was first held in June of 1970. And it was found by a trio of Swiss art professionals. I'm not going to even tell you their names, but it was established to rival Art Cologne, a contemporary art fair that emerged in neighboring Germany three years prior. Yeah. And Basel, Switzerland is home to 37 museums, an extraordinary number for a city of its size. In addition, they've got all these world famous sculptures, these fountains, these all these other fabulous things there. And it wasn't until 2000 and um, two, I think 2002, when they moved the Contemporary Art Show, they added um, Miami, and that's when all the celebrities started going, and it started to be the the place. But if you went to Switzerland, the very first year in 1970, 16,000 people came. So it was a way to feature all these contemporary artists, and they've been doing it since then. And then they added Hong Kong in 2013. So this, you're going to see Kim Kardashian down there. I think I already saw her in something. We just saw a bad bunny at the Delano, his party. Someone crashed his party. You're going to hear a lot about it. Actually, it'd be really cool if you live there to go to, because the tickets are only like $65 per day and students and seniors are less. But it's the you don't get invited to any of the parties. No, you no. It's one of those Art Basel in Miami is one of those things that I would be too intimidated to go to because I just know that I'm not cool enough. I oh, just really? hands down, hands. Really? I would go to the actual art and go and see it and look at it. That would be one thing. But trying to go into the parties, oh, that would be like reliving all of my high school nightmares mm. all over again. They look at you sidelong. Yeah, you, they you just need to wait for a little while me. when you're old like me and you don't you? care about <laughs> any of that. Because <laughs> I don't care about any of that. Uh, I'm with you there. Um, what but, are you looking at? Um, right. <laughs> There's this magazine called um, Guest of a Guest. Yes. And it's G of G on Insta, and it's Guest of a Guest, and I was looking on there today to see the parties. The Art Basel parties. Yeah, but you have to join. This is a this see, is cool this enough, is man. like to join Guest of a Guest. You have to, it tells you about the happenings in Hamptons, exclusive memberships oh. to the exclusive Guest of the Guest social calendar, oh, VIP invites from editors, influencers, and more. Do you think if I write them a letter saying that my mom thinks I'm cool, that they'll let me subscribe? Uh, no. <laughs> but it's on sale, 15% off. This subscription is only, it's actually 15 bucks a month. 
Mom, to be the guest you? of a guest, to be with the coolest people. Oh, so, yeah. anywho, I think our. I think it'd be cool to go there. It sounds so stressful. Well, yes, it would be cool to go to the actual uh, who cares if you don't art know? galleries. Who cares if you don't know? I'm not cool enough, Julia. Oh, who cares? I'm, on, I'm so not cool. I don't care about that stuff anymore. I don't either. We, had, we showed art. We lived in an art. M- Minneapolis College of Art and Design. And we had to present our horrible art. <laughs> Your art was not horrible. You guys did a really good horrible. job screen printing. I saw you, Julia, pour those colors doesn't and mix matter. them. I can pour anything. I can do it, but it doesn't look great. Yeah, they right. did. Our Smiley little baked. brown thing. Those people are coming in. Hold yeah, on. that's right. They uh, yeah. yeah, they paid $700 for that. It's a beautiful piece of yeah, art, Julia. You did a great job. So art for fart's sake. So anyway, that's <laughs> if you want to know the history of art, Basil. And it's, it's B-A-S-E-L, so it's Basil, Basil, Boozle. Something like that. Like Basil Switzerland. Yep. Something like that. Mariah Carey, there's going to be a documentary that's being made of her. Um, it's the 25th anniversary of her Christmas album, Merry Christmas. And it's the story of All I Want for Christmas is You. Oh, she can't let you forget about it. No. Donnie, Donnie is. <laughs> Big surprise, I don't want right? to. Here's the thing that I think. I about. like I like her. Are you going to so. watch this? No. Okay. <laughs> well, that's really One great. Of my favorite what songs. A, what a what a sentiment. She's doing a lot of business with Amazon, and this documentary about the making of Merry Christmas is going to be an Amazon exclusive. My thing with documentaries when it's executive produced by the person that that it's about, I feel like we're not getting. A well, real she's picture. She's never going to give you the real picture. No. Ever since mm. Stella, that lady, she fired the Russian lady that was trying to tell her what to do, the PR lady, yes. and made her go on TV and be herself. That was a nightmare. We don't want to know her. I do. I want to know the nightmare, Julia. I want to be confronted with the dark night of the soul of Mariah Carey. There's, it's not that much there. Doing I don't think there is either. <laughs> There's not that much no. there. She can sing really well. And... That's it. Yep. <laughs> she can't even walk because they carry her across the yeah. stage. Listen to what Oprah's doing, though. So Oprah has partnered with Apple. Remember, we saw her partner with Apple and Prince Harry yes. uh, with the Duchess of Sexes, Sussex and the Duke. Um, she's going to be doing a documentary to expose the... We've been waiting and waiting. We always said, where's Me Too in the music industry? Mm-hmm. So she is working on a documentary that'll come out in 2020 exposing... Someone very high up in the music industry. Hmm. So that was in uh, the Hollywood Reporter today. So, and they're not naming who this person uh-uh. is going to be. Uh-uh. They don't say what position this person has in uh-uh. the music industry. Uh, well, here's a synopsis of the film. The film is a profound examination of race, gender, class, and intersectionality, and the toll assault takes on their victims and society at large. That is extremely vague. Of course. It's intended to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they want you to subscribe that, to well, yes. Apple TV. Yeah, I think maybe she'll tell that. us more about it at our day experience that we're having with oh, Oprah. Oh, that's right. That's Oprah, the event. That's Oprah, the event. The event. The event, Oprah. <laughs> January 11th. Yes. Starting at 9.30 a.m. With a workbook. <laughs> and Tina Fey. Tina Fey is a big Tina guest speaker here in like, I'm not... I'm not going to anything where I have to put notes in. No, no workbook. Absolutely not. <laughs> Maybe if it just has stickers in it, that's fun. Mm-hmm. You're right. gonna get, and you're going to get a WW I meal. I learn by writing. Yes. So I, I take notes. My kid even said to me, Mom, I, you know, I didn't like going to church with you. You took too many notes. To church? Why were you taking notes at church? Because I want to learn. That's how I learn. I absorb but things by writing it down. Well, they, with, you know. During the homily, you were taking well, yeah, notes? Yeah, you know, I want to. Okay. 
Were people around you just, looking at you, well, no, wondering why you were taking notes? They give you paper and a pencil. You're supposed to do something with <laughs> that. supposed to make a donation that's in the, the bucket? That's for the well, envelope you where you too. fill out the no. notes. <laughs> they actually do have a place for notes. Okay. They do have a place for notes. Right. Like for your own notes? And my or? kid literally is, I just, what is wrong with you? God, you we take agree so with many them. notes all the time. <laughs> Mom, what are you doing? Like, what's oh. wrong with taking notes? <laughs> I just thought that was the weirdest random thing. People Magazine revealed its People of the Year. I think they've done it too soon. What are we going to do? Every single list, everything is coming out by the 15th. It'll be all said and done. That's because everyone has to go on holiday break after the 15th. What are we going to talk about? Mm -hmm. People revealed its People mm -hmm. of the Year. Jennifer Aniston. (sighs) (laughs) Let me guess. Taylor Swift? No. Yeah, she's on. Michelle Obama. (laughs) Okay. And J-Lo. Is there, Donnie? Was there any more fallout? Because you know, after the Arad exposed, oh, what did you A-Rod call got him? exposed. Oh, he's just a he. He's I haven't a heard Ken a word. He's a, it's it's a he Barbie. Him. He's a Ken. What did I call you him? You had a phrase. I had a good oh, one. It was yes, last was, week when you fame got... chase. No, well, that no. was he was a ruthless clout chaser. Yes, 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 yes ruthless a ruthless clout, clout chaser. chaser. Mm. But he also is. Um, He's such a bimbo. So there well, was no yes. more fallout after that? I haven't that. heard a word. Not a fallout. No. I pray to God she doesn't know Alex Rodriguez, the man who has a self-portrait as himself as a centaur over his bed. What's wrong with that? Danny, when I come into your house and I do see your self-portrait, I'm really Mine is a, I have a, I, I, You I need one because you're the life of the party. I did the half the bowl. I was the half bowl. Oh, oh gross. Oh. Like the oh. one at me. Oh. <laughs> I don't want that image like tonight. One, Everybody like have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Stay, stay warm. We'll be back tomorrow.